will staying with ACT uh, and ACT leader David Seymour wants to convince his coalition partners to flatten the tax system in this year's budget, arguing everyone can be better off. The party is proposing to scrap the lowest tax threshold, reduce the highest rates and give lower and middle income earners a tax credit. We hope our coalition partners will seriously uh, consider adopting it for New Zealand. On the other hand, if Treasury can show that the maths are difficult to stack up, then hey, if you never have an idea rejected, you're probably not thinking ambitiously enough. Well, the Finance Minister Nicola Willis has asked Treasury to look at whether aspects of X plan can be incorporated for reaction to this proposal. We're joined by the New Zealand Council of Trade Unions Chief Economist Craig Rennie. Good morning, Craig. The idea of a flatter tax system, uh, we heard in, uh, in the earlier report from a tax expert that said there was some sense in this. What do you believe? Well, the answer for us is that we need um, a bit more transparency um, here. We don't actually know what the overall tax proposals look like. Um, but there's, there's good reasons to be concerned about a system where we would make the tax system more regressive rather than more progressive. Generally speaking, economists look to make tax systems more progressive, and that's because it takes income from those who have the most, and it takes less income from those who have the least. And a flatter tax system would do exactly the opposite. It would give back more to those who already have higher levels of income and potentially take income away um, in terms of tax from those who have lower levels of income. Mm. Well, David Seymour, if we, if we go by his tax plan that he revised leading into the election, he's talking about uh, getting rid of that 10.5% rate for income up to $14,000. Uh, and then you have uh, 17.5 for between 14 and 48. He, he's arguing that you would compensate those people at the lower end there with some tax credits in order to ensure that they're not missing out. And so the challenge there is, what is a tax credit? Does it apply to those on benefits? Does it, how does it interact with the in-work tax credit system, with the family tax credit system um, because it may well be that actually you you gain on one side with a tax credit but then you lose on the other side in other forms of other tax credits because the, the, the fundamental challenge here for Mr Seymour is that he appears to be promising an impossible thing which is that he's going to tax everyone less and somehow have the same level of revenue um, and that's the fundamental problem for Mr Seymour is that he can't promise to tax someone and give someone and have have the same amount of revenue for public services. Yeah, I mean part of the part of the proposal here is to re, to bring that thirty nine uh, percent rate, the top rate for those uh, earning higher incomes, back down to thirty three. Uh, presumably, the argument around this is a macro, big picture argument that this would somehow lead to more spending from wealthier people that would boost the economy and you'd get things moving faster. Sure, and if the, and if, there were, if New Zealand had a particularly unusual um, set of tax settings right now, there would there may be some merit in that, but it doesn't. If we look at countries we often compare ourselves to, be it Australia or the UK, they both have a top tax rate of forty five percent. In fact, New Zealand has one, according to the OECD, has one of the what we call the lowest levels of tax wedge, i.e., the amount of income lost to tax anywhere in the world, the second lowest. Um, levels of tax lost, uh, income lost to tax anywhere in the world. So there's not really an, income for that, an argument on that side. And more fundamentally than that, um, we're talking about tax cuts at a time of rising need and rising demand for public services. How we somehow make the equation work where we give even bigger tax cuts um, and yet somehow deliver the public services that we all need 
that still hasn't been made. So there's lots of problems inherent in Mr Seymour's proposal. Mm. Coming back just to, finally to the idea of, a, of the flatter system being simpler, uh, you know, is there an efficiency argument? So you've got, you would have, this is by 26-27, I should note too, the final plan according to his proposal. So you'd have a, a rate of 17.5% up to 60,000, then 30% through to 180, then 33. So just the three rates. I guess the argument might be that that would be a simpler way of doing things. There may be tiny or very marginal benefits from removing a tax bracket in terms of the levels of understanding of the tax system. Most people pay tax through PAYE and it's relatively automated and relatively well understood. The key challenge is the tiny benefits you get from that side would be hugely lost for those middle and lower income households who may well find themselves actually worse off as a consequence of this tax system, of this tax proposal. So it's it's benefits to whom? It may benefit a payroll provider because it's marginally simpler to do uh, do their tax returns. But actually, for people people that we actually care about, for families who are doing it tough, they actually end up worse off. Just finally, um, has the picture, the landscape changed a little heading into this budget and the tax cuts? I mean, we spent a lot of time last year arguing about inflation and the risk of inflationary pressure, we're now facing in a situation where the economy is probably, in, in, if not growing, potentially in a technical recession maybe even. Is the timing of a tax cut maybe actually not so bad now if it was to come through in the middle of the year? Well, then the argument then is if you're going to use fiscal measures to support the economy, why wouldn't you do that? Why would you do that in a way that gives the, the, the majority of that benefit to higher income earners or to landlords instead of delivering on the infrastructure gap that we have in New Zealand, there's a $210 billion infrastructure gap, which is schools and hospitals and roads that we need, which we don't have, in helping to fix the water network, which you know has been a constant story in the news over the past few weeks, in helping to make sure that those on the very lowest incomes are supported to help address our child poverty targets. The, delivering it through the tax system, um, in the way that it's been, been proposed by the, the government parties, benefits those on higher incomes. And from an efficiency perspective, there are far better ways of doing that which benefit the country in the long run. All right, Craig, thank you very much. That's uh, Craig Rennie, uh, New Zealand Council of Trade Unions Chief Economist, just responding to the uh, push by, I guess it's a push, yeah, by ACT leader David Seymour to try and convince Nicola Willis, really, to adopt part of ACT's uh, flatter tax system with one less tax uh, bracket in the mix. That'll, of course, all be revealed over coming months in the lead-up to May's budget.